Hi there, this is Nat Toba. You're listening to my story called Soulmates. I hope you enjoy this audio experience. This story has been written with a lot of love. I hope it inspires you to join my community where people read and listen as I write my stories. Enjoy this audio. Soulmates, written by Nat Tova, Chapter 1 Today is an exciting day. I can't tell you how exciting it is. As I look over at my soulmate, he sits on a windowsill looking down through the oval-shaped glass at Earth. Stephen, Rahim, Piotr, Daniel, Imant. I knew him by many names. But today, most recently, I knew him as Chad. He picked his name. I picked mine. It's Kara. He wanted ours to rhyme, and I told him it does not rhyme. The first letters are just the same. You see, we forget. We forget some things we learned on Earth. Not everything is relevant. The languages are the most difficult to understand. Chad and I have struggled with it through all our lifetimes. Our memories fade as we return from Earth to our station. We're not sure why we're stationed here. We know that we've come from far off planet to take chance at living on Earth. I and Chad qualified because we came together. It's not always easy to do it all alone. We came here as babies a few thousand years back, but I don't know if you can call ourselves babies. The current form we're in has been adapted through many lifetimes. We didn't look like this when we just came here. You can say that Earth has changed us in more than one way. I'm trying to find a better example, but perhaps a droplet of water, half frozen. Oh, a jelly. (laughs) I laugh when I say this because we probably actually looked like jellies when we were babies. What are you laughing about? Chad looks over at me and I laugh more at the thought of being caught while comparing us to jelly. Do you think jelly would be a good description of how we looked when we were just born? Chad makes a face. That pace has taken my breath away for more than hundreds of lifetimes. It's iconic. I wish I could see it. He always finds me weird, my thoughts, my gestures. And he always tells me not to hold on to human traits. But I believe not all of them are bad. And some make Chad the most gorgeous man on the planet. He gets up and graciously moves to me. The movements he adapted from the 17th century when he and I lived in England. He was a prince and his mother was an evil woman. She screamed in his ear every time he wouldn't walk the right way. I guess that stayed somewhere in his psyche. But I have seen him walk like this in the 20th century as well. Because it makes women giggle and he gets the most attention. It's kind of an aristocratic walk. He comes close to me and I feel our energies intertwining. His energies are always warmer than mine. It's quite useful for cold, earthly winters. He takes my hand, and I pause. I can't feel his touch. I can't feel anything. It always makes me frustrated. Here we can only feel each other's energies, which is not at all bad, but I can't feel the intricacy of his touch moving through my vein lines. And I know I shouldn't be longing for human things, because we can be punished for it. 
but it's been long since this has been the secretly one of the main reasons why I go back to Earth every time. You see, here we have everything, truly everything we ever want. We have gardens and fruits and birds and forests if we so wish to. But we don't have our singular emotions, singular touches, singular smells. Here we sort of feel everything at once. It would be hard to describe how that feels to a human being. But trust me when I tell you, there is a reason why Earth exists. There is a reason why I keep coming back to it all the time. Even for this last time. Yes, it's our last time. Some say last times are the toughest ones. I and Chad are planning to move on to another galaxy, but it will never be quite like Earth. It's few hours left until you are born, Chad whispers. He was already born last night. Time flows differently here. He was born last night, but it's already three years on Earth. This is why timing is so important to us. We get to see our births and see ourselves grow. How's it going there, I ask. It's different. I can see Chad's eyebrows curl up. Why? What happened? It's tough. Chad has never been a soul of many words, but he has never really been worried like this. So are you happy or you're not? Chad laughs. There's so much interference. I'm learning fast, but I'm not accepting my energies. I'm not able to control myself. Okay, this might sound strange to some people, but what Chad really means is that he's not able to control his body from up here. You see, while we live our lives on Earth, we're also connected from up here. Here we have the power to do pretty much anything. Down there, our abilities depend on how susceptible our body is to our energy from up here. We are born with a natural resistance to manipulation. That allows our bodies and minds to gain the necessary experience without too much interference. But it used to be easy. Chad has always been a virtue. I try to distract myself with the thought that soon we will meet in merely a few days. It's hard for me to focus on myself when I want to meet Chad in our new and last life. I would be feeling everything I want to feel from up here, as well as down there on Earth. And I hope that would be enough for us for a long time. Kara, I need you to focus on this lifetime. It's not going to be easy. You know that I will remember you anywhere. Chad sighs. Why? Is it because it's our last life? Why are you getting nervous? I hug him to assure him of my protection. We can't mess this up. When have we ever? You know you're easily distracted and you hate being alone. Yes. That's why you've chosen this life to be more lonely. Yes. I was starting to understand more of the kind of trouble he was talking about. Don't push me away. I nod. You've chosen a path where you'd want to be alone, at a place that feels so noisy. It's just... He 
He looks sideways, trying to understand his emotions. So much interference. I couldn't understand what he meant by interference and noise, but he was the science guy here, so I guess we'll find out. My job was very simple. I just needed to remember him. In this life, in every life, I was so good at it. Most of the time, I was the first one to wake up and understand that we are meant for each other. That's my thing. I can't go wrong with it. It's happening. I smiled as I saw something in my mind. We see in images and glimpses. We can pause certain moments and relive them a few times. We can see ourselves from the side as well from our mind's point of view. Life on Earth was always exciting for me. I could now understand what Chad meant by different. The air was denser and it wasn't quite the feeling I expected. I swayed and Chad caught me and held me in one place. I froze for a moment. Chad nudged me. But the scene I was witnessing in front of my eyes was not something that I expected. He was supposed to be there, I exclaimed. I planned it out by a minute. Who, Kara? My father. He's not there. I looked at Chad, shocked. And I could feel my wave of shock transferring to Chad. And he's trying his best to take the most of it upon himself. He was always selfless like that. I knew on earth my body was crying. But that was okay because I was a toddler. But my mother was crying as well, alone in the room, holding me. And now I wanted to cry, but I didn't know how. I looked for my father in the corridors, but I couldn't go out of the building. My energy was not strong enough yet. So I came back to my mother and I stopped crying. I figured that was the best I could do. She stopped crying as well. We slept like that. Chad, I don't understand. We planned this. Where is he? It's different. Well, but what does that mean? I exclaim and go to the window to look at the gracious blue and green ball of struggles. Soon to be mine as well. Chad is quiet. What if everything we plan doesn't happen? You see, we plan all the major plot points of our life. I sat in the library for days to plan this one out. Like people plan weddings on earth. This last life I couldn't possibly screw up. I made so many arrangements with other souls. And my father, my father was supposed to be there at my birth. It's my birth. Why wasn't he there? We were in agreement with his soul. Kara? Chad called out. I looked over the shoulder and there he was. The soul of my father, who failed to be there at the right time. I'm sorry, Kara, it's different this time. You were supposed to be there, like down there for my birth. Kara exclaimed. The birth was not a joke. The birth was the second biggest thing after finding a soulmate. We all took it seriously. What happened? 
Half of the things I've planned for this life has not happened yet, and many are long overdue. I'm not able to properly communicate with myself on earth, and I've done a lot of wrongs, including to your mother. I couldn't understand. I thought I've chosen a good man, a good soul, a good life path for my father. If I knew this would happen, I wouldn't have chosen him and my mother, because that's the last thing I needed to interfere with my mission, my relationship with my father. Why are you saying this to me? Because you should prepare yourself. I looked over at Chad, who was standing quietly in the corner, looking at his feet and nodding. I just fell off the tree, exclaimed Chad and laughed. Was that part of the plan? I was getting annoyed. Yeah, this one was. Chapter End